0: James had spent much of his childhood holding personal conversations with God, so becoming a curate, a curer of souls, made perfect sense, never mind that most of his conversations were one-sided arguments and complaints. By the time he left school, he had made a concord of sorts with his Maker, and had learned to help others find a version of peace. His father and mother, genteel souls, were quietly delighted with his choice, and even happier when he came back to the village where he had been raised. Life in Bishop's Hartfeld suited him. After all, he had grown used to his own loneliness and secrets. He knew how to tuck them away while he visited parishioners to drink tea or sit by the bedside of the dying. Vicar Ethan Hollister seemed pleased that he took up all the more onerous daily tasks of their profession, and the Bishop liked the fact that ladies in James's parish threw themselves into church work. Today, James was to meet with Miss Emily Parker to discuss what the villagers called the wedding of the decade. He invited the bride into his cottage for tea and ginger biscuits. For a moment the sheer enthusiasm of her acceptance gave him pause. After several embarrassing experiences involving weeping, disappointed ladies, he'd learned never to spend time alone with women or girls, as they seemed to be unaccountably attracted to him. Miss Parker's purpose turned out to be almost as appalling as an attempt at seduction. "'The bans have been posted, and Kip and I want to tell you the wedding will be held on the 16th, a Saturday morning.' Miss Parker beamed and ate her stale biscuit and sipped two pale tea with apparent pleasure. James had no housekeeper and could never get the measurements right. "'You're free, I hope. You know Kip is especially fond of you. He tells me all about your school adventures.' For a moment, he gaped at her. Did Kip tell how he tortured James, or how he'd kept that as much a secret as the more unmentionable things that had happened between them? No, of course Kip Darnley wouldn't be so honest with his fiancée. Yes, we were the only two from Bishop's Hartfeld to attend the school. James carefully wrote the date for the wedding in his book, and forced himself to look up at the happy and beautiful young lady sitting in a chair across from his desk. I think Vicar Hollister will want to conduct this ceremony. Squire Darnley will want that as well. Oh, no!' she waved her hand. Kip insists that you must perform the service. He asked me to talk to you about it. The coward wouldn't face him, of course. And what was he playing at, demanding James be involved in the wedding ceremony? James smiled at Miss Parker and couldn't bring himself to resent her smug pleasure at landing a giant fish like the Squire's son. She repeated Kip's name as if the word itself was precious, and she couldn't keep from saying Kip thinks as often as possible. James hoped the entitled son of a squire appreciated her joyful spirit and didn't turn his sharp mockery on her. It would be a sad thing to see this cheerful girl beaten down by Kip's derisive nature. "'Reverend Hollister should perform the ceremony. My duties mostly consist of administering to the sick and teaching.' James tried to sound regretful. "'You should speak to him.' Miss Parker gathered her gloves and smiled at him. "'I shall. But it's a disappointment, Mr. Fletcher. I don't think Kip will be pleased.' "'And I don't give a damn what Kip thinks.' James hoped he wasn't lying to himself. James should have known Kip would toy with him like a cat with a mouse, a week after Miss Parker's visit and less than a week before the wedding.' the betrothed couple appeared at James's small cottage. Kip's large but elegant form filled the front door, blocking out the watery daylight. He sauntered in, trailed by his fiancée. Kip sat on the threadbare sofa without being asked. After a moment's hesitation, James offered a chair to Miss Parker next to the sofa. "'What's this I hear? The guests are arriving, and we need to get this settled. Miss Parker says you're balking. Not what I like to hear.' Kip shook a finger at James. "'You do the service. My fiancé particularly wants it.'